All right. Welcome to the Speak Your Peace podcast. My name is Ian McGowan, uh, Big E here. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we are doing this in the middle of game one of the 2022 Stanley Cup Finals. Actually, the end of the second period, uh, joined by SYP creator Scotty K, uh, who has a bedtime. So uh, we you know, have to do this at a certain time. We're also doing this in person. Scott's over at my place, which is the uh, unofficial SYP drinking headquarters. So you can't see us drinking, nor can you see my bedroom, which is probably a good thing. I am currently, speaking of drinking, uh, how, do you, is this, how do you say this? Golsh. Golsh? Is that Golsh? Is that an R? Is that an R? Yes, I think it's an R. Yeah, You've been to Germany. You should know this stuff. I think it's a German beer. Uh, Golsh. Are you sure that's not German? I think so. I know. Uh, it's French beer. Is it? A, it's not French beer. No, it's it's, it's, it's German beer. Right now. French don't make beer, right? Like the Netherlands actually. Is it Dutch beer? Yeah, it's Dutch beer. Hmm. Yep. I still think it's Grosch. I think Grosch is how you would say it. That's it's how a, I'd say it. It's um a match for stopping beer. It's a Dutch beer. It's a Dutch beer. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we, I guess we could make our uh, 2022 Stanley Cup final predictions, even though we're like, I mean, the game is tied right now while we're doing this. It's the middle of the second period. It's 3-3. We could both look like real idiots, like, yeah. you know, an hour from now. We can when the game's right. over. Um, did we, or did, have we made? I, I don't think, well, no, we haven't, we haven't talked about I was off all last week. And, oh yeah, let's talk about that. How was your week? What, 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 what did My you? My week? In the Okanagan? Well, I did graduate, so I am officially, I have a Bachelor of Communications with a minor in Arts, actually. Mm. Do a minor. Um, no, I would not take want to take that out of context. I do have a minor. That's a little <laughs> yeah, let's, let's not take it out. But I have a minor in Geography. Um, so, yeah, so a very exciting week, really fun week up in the Okanagan. Did play some golf a couple times. Um, watch Top Gun, the new Top Gun Maverick. We'll talk about that later. Um, and yeah, I had a couple of really good hikes, and then yeah, just a really fun week with some family and some friends, and um, partied a little bit. You know, had a good time. What was the best part about this week that you could say on this podcast? On this pod, oh, well, it's a tough one. Um, at least I was gonna say, like in everybody's the best part. I have a, I have a worst part. Oh, what's the worst? Okay, what's the worst well, part? Waiting in line in the crowd just to not get in. <laughs> that was honestly <laughs> the worst part. I was so raring to go to the corral and it just didn't happen. Um, there was about I'm not even joking about two hundred people lined up at the corral at about nine forty five p.m. on a Saturday night. Whereas had I come half an hour earlier, I would have got in within ten minutes. So. For those who don't know, Corral is the country bar yes. in Kelowna. It is the place to go in Kelowna. I had a similar experience. I don't know if I if I told this story um, about how we were in November. My brother and I got invited to um, the country bar. I can't remember what it's called in Victoria, but like one of the popular ones. You would like it. I would love it. You would love it. Um, and like these people said, like they had a table and like we could go in and whatever. Yeah. And this was like also like in November when like there was still some COVID restriction. Right. So probably the Duke Saloon, right? Dukes, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Dukes, yeah. Okay. Um. So basically, like we were like waiting out there, like in the rain, like because they can't guarantee us a spot because yeah. apparently this the people that we're going with already had five people at their table and they were only allowed five people, which they didn't tell us that. They just said they had a table and we could go hang out with them. Right, okay. Um, not the case. Didn't go in. Um, didn't have to pay like $15 cover or whatever it was to go to Dukes. Fair enough. Um, so I, I, I get that experience yeah. of yeah. not getting what you want. Hey, it happens, man. It happens. Sometimes when you go out, things just don't go the way they go, and that's okay. It was still a fun night. I had a good time. Um, it was still a really good week, honestly, though. Like, yeah, Kelowna is a great place. I'm very excited to be going back in September for more school. So that should be good. We really should have done, um, if we were smart, well, if we, if we were smart and, you know, we were doing this in high school, 
we should have done like the caps, like you know when like uh, high school students sign their whatever letters of intent, yeah, uh, and then they put on the hat of like whatever school they're going to. Right. That would have done so well for content if we, uh, if, <laughs> if we, we done that in high school. If we did that in high school, where like you got the well, I guess you don't have a UBC. I mean, there's UBCO merch, yeah. I yes, guess yeah, but I would just be like a UBC, yeah, because again, my degree doesn't say it doesn't say Okanagan on it. It just right. says UBC University of British Columbia. So. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. I would have put on an SFU hat and, you know, would have thought so highly of it at the time. And look how that's turned out now. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the hockey here for a yep, second. Sure. So if you've been living under a rock, um, Colorado, or, or you don't have Wi-Fi, or you, if you... If you've been living with the Amish for like the last two weeks and you finally, uh, you know, got back to civilization and yep. chose this podcast, first of all, thank you. That seems like a that seems like a, a bold decision, but a, a good decision. Um, Colorado's playing Tampa Bay in the 2022 Stanley Cup final. It's probably the most competitive most talented most competitive whatever term you want to use final i think featuring the two best teams since vancouver boston there's an argument there well you're right you're absolutely right this is the best like, final in at least recent years for sure just purely because of the most of the talent on the ice on both sides and that these are two absolute juggernauts. This is the two best teams in NHL, in my opinion. Yeah, the Lightning maybe didn't finish first in their division. They were third for that matter. Um, but e- either way, this this is an absolute war, and it's going to be a great series. And so far, as we're recording here, game one's been unreal. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great – I'm just trying to think of the last Stanley Cup that was really, like, you know, two juggernauts really going at it. Pittsburgh-Detroit? Yeah, you could argue them. Um, yeah, that would probably be the one that comes to mind. You could even, yeah, I'd say, yeah, probably Pittsburgh, Detroit would be my pick for at least, you know, at least not maybe not like the two best teams in the league, but at least two really, really good teams in the in the Tally Cup. So, but yeah, this is just really exciting to watch this game one so far, and it's going to be a really great series. I have no doubts about that. Um. We are streaming this game on a site um, that is showing the American feed. Yep. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think from what I this is the first year they've done like the ESPN TNT yeah. uh, partnership with the NHL. Right. And I think people like ESPN, but I think people really love TNT. So I don't know if they're going to – I think how they're going to be doing yeah. it um, – and actually, I think the ga- these games are on ABC. Yes, ABC. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't know if there – I don't know if there's any actual games on ESPN. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. if all the games are on – I have to check this – are on ABC, like are on the main network. Right. Just fun fact, you know, for our American listeners. We're trying to include them. Um, I, I talked about it uh, in an article this week about uh, Andre Vajalewski – and why he's similar to Vladislav Trechiak, yep. but also different. Is it too obvious to say that goaltending is the X factor in this series? Yes, but I don't know if it is. That's like, yeah, yes, but also no. Yes, but no. Like, again, Vasilevsky's himself. He's, he's so good. He's just a great goalie, and he's won the last two cups, right? So, it's going to be really interesting to see how Kemper is able to, you know, do as best he can to at least match what Vasilevsky can do. Having said that, though, I don't know if that's like, the real X factor. The X, the X factor is the stars on either side of the ice. And honestly, it's going to be one of those who's going to be the bigger game breaker at the right times that's going to win them, win each game. And that could change every game. It could change. I don't think there's going to be one particular player that dominates the whole series. I just don't think that's how the series is going to go. These teams are too, they're too well coached. They're too, too structured, too structured. Well, not even that, just too well matched Yeah. that you're not going to have McKinnon flying around the ice all six games. He might do that, but he won't effectively dominate every single game. 
right? Or even like for that matter, between periods, it might be like we'll, we'll have to see, you know, we'll see how it unfolds. But again, like McKinnon was really I was so far as watching McKinnon was really good in the first period, flying on the ice, and then second period kind of tailed off it to kind of to my point, right? So again, it's gonna be the star players on either side. And I mean, there's a lot of them we could talk about. Nick Paul being one. Well, Nick Paul did get, yeah, he did get a goal in this game. So, um, yeah, again, oh, but the, it's just the team, both teams, like I said, we set up the top. Both teams are so good. These are two of the best teams in the world, for that matter. And it's going to be, yeah, I'm hoping this goes at least six games, if not seven. Not in Kadri, they say might come back. I don't know. He's not playing tonight, but they're, playing tonight. they're hopeful. Not uh, Nazem Kadri and Kogliano are both out for the Avalanche. Um, yeah, that's good. that's a big hole in the middle for the Avs. But again, they've seemingly done okay without him so far. Um, but once if he comes back, he will be a huge addition for that team, especially because of who Tampa Bay got back in their lineup. Yeah, as I was going to say, because Brain Point's back, yep. um, which is kind of astounding considering the injury he had yeah. against Toronto where it looked like that looked like a very serious injury when you don't come back from the playoffs yeah and I mean you know fortunately Tampa's in the finals yeah. so it's you know it's worked out but this this has some like Steven Stamkos 2020 Stanley Cup final, you know, finals type vibe where he comes back and yeah. see if he can make an impact. We'll see how much he's actually playing. Yeah. Um, you mean referring to Stamkos and how he well, came well, back? When he came back in 2020 and scored that goal in yeah. five shifts of action and then left, promptly left again. The One of the nicest snipes I've ever seen in my entire life. I was, well, f- yeah, and for the moment that it was too, that yes. was, yeah, that was a. Iconic stamp was going right there. So, um, Mikhail Sergachev getting in on the action. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a really, I mean, I'm, I just, I'm just so impressed with him and um, that Sergachev drew in trade. I'm sure Montreal is shaking their head at this point, but um, yeah, Sergachev a really solid piece in that uh, lightning decor. And like, I mean, we talked about this before, a little bit before, maybe off the podcast, but the lightning are so good defensively all six of the defensemen are big physical so and a few of them are really good puck handlers and search has one of them and again if you can get past one of those six defensemen you got to deal with Vasilevsky on in the net there for Tampa so it's the Alps have a tough task but I think they can do it I think they're a, a really good looking team as well so so with that being said yeah. what is your official pick in this series I'm going to say the Avalanche win it in six games. That's fair. I have the abs at six. Um, I just think they're, the lighting are really good, but I think the abs are just, they're younger, they're, they're a bit faster. It's not much, but they're a bit faster, and they can still play a mean physical game, which is kind of the brand of hockey that this, this modern NHL is kind of going towards. And you just look at, you look at McKinnon, you look at Lannis Gog, you look at, McCarr, these guys are all business. They're dead serious. They're they're not here for anything else but cup. And like if even if they lose, this is a disappointing year. Like, you know, it's great making the cup finals, but they they're not if they lose, they won't be happy. They they won't be satisfied. So it's very yeah, well I'm I'm saying abs in six and I, I hope they do because I, I kind of do hope the abs win. I, I don't care, honestly, and honestly, I don't really care who wins. But it'd be nice to see the app win one because they—they're due. Let's, let's be real; they are due because they have such a good team. And if they, yeah, it's kind of like I think we've talked about it before, where yeah. like if they don't win it this year, it's a bust. It's a bust year. Yeah, and it's like look, they—they they still have a a good enough core that they can still do this for years. But well, like, that's and that's the thing too with the Avalanche, and that's well, again, you think about their two top top paid players are so Brandon makes nine five. Yeah, McCarr makes nine. There's no mention of McKinnon there. Lannis Gallagher's like, like seven five. Seven five, yeah. Yeah, it's absurd. And they're just, and again, Byram's still on his entry level. Uh, Newhook's on his entry level. Gerard, it makes like a bargain. Yeah. For what, how valuable he is. He's injured right now, but Devonte. Devon, oh, steel, absolute steel out of New York. Um, like they're just, again, we could go list all the way down the line. They're just such a good team. They 
the uh, abs kind of still cadre out of Toronto as well. So, um, yeah, it's really, yeah. Yeah, abs are so damn good. So, I think most people are picking the abs to win the series. Yep. But it's like it's kind of like a like a fifty five forty five like it's not really like a big consensus. It's just kind of like it's even tighter than that. It's close because yeah. Again, even the thing with Tampa Bay is that they have such they have so much experience and again they've been here they've done that in the last two years and you know they're battle tested. Most like what's I'd say sixty percent of their team is here still from two thousand twenty, and. Yeah, they lost the whole third line, but they replaced it pretty well. And then they even brought in some guys that have won a cup before, kind of Corey Perry, right? And it's just, yeah, they're it's team nuts. They're unbelievable. So I have the Bolts winning right. in five. I have five games because I feel like Tampa Bay just does a really good job of just like Figuring who, figuring out who you are and what you do, yep, and then just punishing you in the last few games, whatever you. Like, it took them yeah. a little. It took them a little while with New York. It took them a little while with Toronto. Yeah, but they figured out, for the most part, they figure out how to play you. They get adjusted. They do. Yep. Absolutely. And, yeah. Absolutely. And. Obviously tonight they were down three one after the first period. Yep. So it's kind of like yeah, I think this team just need you know. Yep. It's it, they're they're not um. It's a, they don't start well. They're maybe not the best starters, but they're good finishers. They know well, how to close it. And that's and you're and you're right. That's such a huge component of the Lightning, and that's what they've been really good with in the last three years and you look yes. at I mean you look at Vasilevsky numbers in series clinching games he has like a I think I don't think this is a joke it's like a 0.25 goals against average and he's got uh like 9.88 save percentage which is which by any stretch is absolutely insane right it just shows you how good he is in the in those finishing games as you to your point right and it's yeah, so you're absolutely right. The Lightning could easily win this. In fact, they like win it four games for that matter. But I just think the odds are good enough that they're gonna. It's just again, it could go either way. It really could because it's just two unbelievable teams that are so well matched. Two other points I want to make here is um, with Tampa, it kind of feels like the Tom Brady thing, where like I would feel really stupid. If I bet against Tampa Bay, yeah, and they won the finals, yeah, don't bet them. Yeah, don't bet against them until they lose. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's a fair point. That that that's a very fair point. And I also think with Tampa Bay, I'm getting the better goalie. I I tr- well, of course. I, I I and I think that me like, I think that's a safe play in that regard too. A safe pick. It's kind of a conservative pick of like, yeah. I'm gonna go with the better goalie here, and I'm gonna trust that Bazzi is better than. Than Kemper, Kemper sure. or or Frank Francois. I think it's Kemper is going to be playing most of the games. Yeah, at this point. So probably. Um, and again, well, again, here's another point too. Like, I just think back to, you're right. Like, when you have a hot goalie, most of the times you're you're going to win the series. And Vasilevsky's been very hot for well three years for that matter. He's again cooled off a tiny bit in the like in the last few series, but. Again, he's got a good team in front of him. I just think the Lightning, other the Toronto, they probably should have lost to in the first round, and they gave him a good run. I think Colorado's similarly built to the Leafs, so and the Lightning are going to have a tough time with the Avs here. I think, and that's that's why I have the Avs winning. It's because that they're a better team than Toronto, and but they're similarly built, so they're going to give. Fits, but we'll see again we're good. doing this in the middle of the third period so like we could all just we, we this could blow up in our face yeah, yeah we exactly. could look like idiots here yeah um all right so that's our finals talk that's yeah. our final discussion finals preview preview ish yeah yeah kind of what we expect um let's talk a, a little bit more hockey sure. and i 
I thought I would say this for later, but you know what? I'm thinking we're going to do it now just because you're here and we're in the moment. I haven't, I guess. So John Gibson. Yes. Gibby. Gibby. My guy. Has not requested a trade, no. but is also not opposed to being traded. You've heard these rumors, right? I've heard these rumors. That are, that are going around here. Yep. And, and, you know, of course, there's... Maple Leaf fans, Toronto fans who are like, well, if we got John Gibson, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, sure. So what are your thoughts on the whole John Gibson situation as a resident Ducks fan, as, as the Ducks fan for SYP? Talk about John Gibson. Sure. Well, he's a great goalie. That's, that's first and foremost, he is a great goalie. He is getting older. Pretty sure he's 28 this year. Yeah. So... It's one of those, yeah, it's really, the Ducks got a kind of a dilemma on their hands. Like, again, the value for Gibson is really high right now. And, like, I could look at a team, um, you could look at a team like Edmonton, for example, that could really use a guy like Gibson. Um, and that, you know, that would cost the Oilers some assets. And that would probably, knowing Pat Verbeek and what he was able to swindle out of, uh, Boston, Pittsburgh, and Colorado for their trades. Um, my guess is it would be Dylan Holloway, a first-round pick, and maybe a roster player for a guy like Gibson. Gibson's one of, like his numbers don't show it, but he is one of the best goalies in the league when on you know when having like a decent team in front of him. So it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens if Gibson gets moved. I that that being said though, I don't think he gets moved this offseason. I think he will get moved eventually just because the, the team's going a different way. And by the time the Ducks are really ready to like be a Stanley Cup contender and contend, he'll be on the later side of 35, which is a little late for my liking. But again, we'll, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking, thinking the Ducks are going to get some assets for Dixon at some point in the next 16 to 18 months. Okay. Is my, my thought. But we'll have to see what happens. I just wanted to see if you were like really, um, really against any of this trading or no, talking no. that they're doing here. There's, um, there's just there's just cause for it. There's reason, you know, why it should be discussed. And again, like I said, his value is going to be well, as high as it's going to get at this point. He's 28. Like, yeah, he, you know, he might have five to six solid solid years, if not elite years left. And then he's going to tail off a bit. That's just how it goes. Right? So we'll have to see what, you know, what teams might be interested. Like maybe you go like a one for one with Carter Hart in Philly. Kind of give both guys a change of scenery. I don't know. It, it, again, you got to, we'll see what happens. Right? But I'm not, I'm not opposed to trading Gibson. As much as I love Jimmy, I, I'm not opposed to it. Um, so. Yeah. And I mean, like you say, for what, for what goal Teddy is worth too. Oh, uh, to some teams, yeah. Well, again, some teams that don't have a num- like a true number one goalie, it, it's it could cost you a huge amount of assets just to get a goalie. Yeah, and a goal okay, a goalie as good as Gibson is, right? So, again, is that you know, like I said, is that the kind of thing that Edmonton? Who knows? We'll have to find out. Is it like I said, Philadelphia? Another team you could throw in there, and like you could even argue. Yeah, Toronto. You said earlier you could throw in Toronto. You could. I wouldn't. I would. I don't think Vancouver is going to move forward because Vancouver is pretty good. But um, yeah, like there's so what many if, options. What if the LA Kings swung a deal for John Gibson? Oh, I. I don't think the Ducks would let that happen. I don't think so either. But I think it'd be kind of funny to see if like yeah that that played out or even hell even Colorado like if like depending on what this offseason looks like. If Gibson's going to go to LA, we'll have. To, we're going to need a whole lot of crap from the Kings just to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I, like you're going to, I think, I think the Kings. That would also, that would also be really weird to see uh, John Gibson and Kings black. I don't think he'd more, I don't think he'd do it. I don't think morally, I don't think it's right. Like I'd, I'd rather see Gibson go to so many other teams other than LA. Like that, the Kings might be like the, th- okay, the Sharks are the 32nd team I'd want to see him go to, but then the Kings would be 31. I did, yeah. He's not going to play it. Another California, he'll he'll go somewhere else, maybe back home to Pittsburgh. Who knows? So, I mean, I should also mention this is silly season. 
this is where like a lot of people just throw stuff out there like just seeing if it'll track so like yeah that's what not, I, yeah not to say that this is a thing that's going to be happening but you know yeah somebody thinks thinks it's going to be happening um other news we're gonna we're, scott and i have decided we're gonna do coaching and like more off-season stuff here once the finals are over but uh draft, draft preview as well draft preview as well uh vegas gets cassidy that was news this week um which I mean yep. that 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 was not surprising in a way. Yeah, um, Combine was a couple weeks ago, and based well not just based on that, but also based on recent play of players, the gap for Frit overall is also closed significantly. And this is going to be a good draft class. I think there's some really good players coming out of this draft class. Yeah, people are really high on this. Um, uh, you know, Brad Lambert or uh, no, well, Lam- Lambert's Lambert's down, actually down. he's, he's Lam- actually no, his stock has slid a bit. I was going to say Lambert's actually too high of a player for this, you know, ever so rich, Ben Heverly is a guy that everybody uh, really talks about a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kevin Korczynski, people really seem to like. Might go to the Ducks want to see. I don't know how I'd feel if, uh, uh, if he went to the Red Wings, because, like, the Red Wings have, uh, I can never get them right. It's I don't like, think Korczynski's I... going eight. I don't think he's going to go eight overall. That's the thing. I don't think, I think Korczynski will be a lower, but We'll see. If the Wings can get Savoy, oh, it makes that team really good. Yeah. Especially with uh, the two uh, big boys on the back end, Edmondson and uh, Sider. And then you've got yeah. Raymond. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah, we'll Detroit, Detroit's looking good. Um, so that's going to be in a couple of weeks. We're going to be doing some more off-season. Um, I, think, I don't know if stuff that I maybe enjoy more of, like looking at teams and organizations and how they yeah. – um, I really like that stuff of like why a team would go get a coach like that or why a team would draft this prospect. Yeah. Getting getting into the team. Oh, it's it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to talk about it again. It's it's gonna be yeah, I love the draft. It's one of my favorite days of the year, actually, like in the hockey calendar. Should we go to it in Montreal? Montreal. Whenever it's in Vancouver, Seattle, I'll go. I'll go. I think we could probably stay with Stuffy. In Montreal? Yeah. I guess we could. We'll talk I don't, to, I don't, I don't, talk to Mr. Jake Ellis, too, if he's not back here. But I don't know what like it would cost to go out to Montreal. It's, awesome. it's, it's an expensive place. It's yeah. another plate. Hmm. What a save. Great save by Vazzy early in the third period here. So uh, so, uh, so that's kind of what we got going on here for uh, SYP draft, NHL draft content. Next week, I'm going to be doing some basketball content with Fuji, so that'll cool. be good. Um Draft preview, final recap, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah kind, of, like kind of the same thing, too. Fuji and I can go on for hours, so mm-hmm. we might have to do multiple uh, episodes with that. because Maybe a part one, part two? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Is there anything else in NHL, NHL, anything else hockey-related that I'm missing on or forgetting about here? Mm, not really thinking of. I mean, I'll just, just say shout-out to the Oilers, though. Shout-out to the Oilers for um, a great playoff run and, you know, Pure entertainment out of McDavid and Dreisaitl. That was just fun. Oh, it's just fun to watch. Chaos for Mike Smith. Well, okay, yeah. They need to. They need to bring Mike Smith back. I am all aboard the Mike. I'm sorry, I got. I think he should be a backup. I think no. I I think he'd be starter. I think they'll get. Well, they need a real like a top goalie if they want to compete. But like, yeah. Oh, for sure. Listen, I'm sorry I got off any of the Mike Smith hype train if I was if I was off it. Because God damn it, I need that chaos in my life. More. <laughs> I need pure I, entertainment. That's what that was. Pure sure. chaotic uh, yeah, energy. No, it was great. So you wanted to get you wanted to shout out the Oilers here, um, and I guess shout out Igor as well because Igor had a really good. Uh, oh, Shesterkin was is, yeah. He basically got the Rangers to win though. Yeah. In all fairness, like as good as. You know, they were, you know, gave the Rangers definitely a good run. And the Hurricanes, you know, kind of faltered late in that series, which is too bad. But the reason why was because it's just dirt. And then, yeah, it's just, it, he kept the Rangers in that Tampa series for as long as he could. It's just, the Lightning are just like, you know, great team and obviously with the cup experience. And yeah. But shout out to Igor. Shout out to David and Dry Seidel. Shout out to Mike Smith for being crazy. I like it. For being chaotic. What a save. Um, other hockey news that I know we should mention is the uh, 
U18 women's team yes. in Canada. Yep. Defeating the Americans. What was the final score? 3 2. Was it 3 2? 3 2. Kudos to the Canadian girls. Um, I have my phone. I could figure out uh, who I was actually going to. Because our, our friend of the pod, Tanner. Yes. I believe his sister. Sister or cousin. Sister or cousin. Yeah. yeah. One of the other. Tanner has a connection to someone who played on Team Canada at the U18 Women's Championship. He was in Wisconsin uh, watching, which is pretty badass. That's pretty cool. That's sick, yeah. Um, Jerome Ginla's daughter. Jade Ginla. Jade Ginla. I was going to say, either Jade or Jane. Jade Ginla. She got gold as well. Um, Pretty impressive stuff, considering they got out, they got shut out 7 nothing. Uh, to the Americans, like, right. like less than a week before. Right, that's right. Which, kudos to Team Canada, and shout yeah. out the uh, women's U18 uh, team. Nice that they were able to have a tournament. Oh, I'm right, because there was talk about them not having, because the... It got postponed. Yeah, the U20 men's continued, but the U, or not continued, but yeah. There was, yeah, the U18's got, like, fully, like, postponed, and then there's an uproar about that, which deservedly so, like, obviously should have been an uproar, but it's good they had it. Like, yeah, so. so, they got, they had that in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. Are they still doing the World Juniors in, uh... In, in August 8th to, I think it's 9th to 20th. Okay. Yeah, so it'll be good end of summer thing to watch and take part in. Yeah, I mean, having patio drinks, uh, watching World Junior Hockey, that'd be cool. But yeah, no, shout out uh, Team Canada's U18 women's team. That's a that's a, a great victory. Yep. Um, I like it. Is there anything else hockey-related or hockey? I guess shout out the Edmonton Oil Kings for winning the WHL yeah, championship. WHL, uh, Hamilton Bullock just clinched a spot in the Nem Cup. So we're going to see. Yeah, they, want, they beat the Spitfire 6-1 today. McTavish, Ducks prospect, unreal. In, in this whole series, just such a dominant force on the ice. And again, he's... In, real, in reality, he probably shouldn't be there. He should probably be in the NHL. Yeah. Because he's, he's a grown man at 19. He's unbelievable. Um, but, yeah, Borlox, the Borlox will be good. They'll be hard to beat, especially with their physicality and their size. I think uh, Canadian's prospect, Jan Mishak, is uh, one of their top players, too. And, yeah, they're just kind of they're kind of forced. But, yeah, the Oil Kings were really good. I watched, you know, they have five World Junior guys yeah. from, from Canada alone. Um. And then you're pretty sure you've got Schoenigan with uh, two first-round picks, Maverick, Bork, and Xavier Borgo. So, Stars pick and then Oilers pick. So, those guys will be really fun to watch. And then it's in St. John, on the Sea Dogs, who have a Mem Cup in our lifetime. Yes. So, they have two, I'm pretty sure they have two Mem Cups in our lifetime. Um, they got, the, I, I know the Huberto one. Yeah, I think they won early 2000s well before we were, yeah, before we were really big hockey fans. So, yes. Um, before yeah. I, before I even you know, I think the, I think what really started my Mem Cup junior like knowledge of the Mem Cup was the Giants. Uh, you know, seven. Yep. Like, yep. Oh shit! This tournament's badass. This is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, for sure. So with that being said, I think that's all the hockey talk I think we have for now. For now, yeah. I mean, there'll be lots to talk about after the Cup final, and we'll get some Mem Cup action, and then we'll. Just- Pretty quickly rolling into the draft. So. We'll have some off-season hashtag content to provide for people. I like it. All right. Um, let's talk about some golf then. Yes. So U.S. Mm-hmm. Open uh, will be taking part. We'll be starting Thursday when this pod comes out. Yes. Um, it's going to be in Brookline, Massachusetts. Yes. I don't know. I, I... Massachusetts. I um, you know, kind of a tough week for, you know, for sports fans, because, you know, Boston, like, now they have their team in the finals, and the NBA finals, now they get to host a U.S. Open. It's a great week for a mass hole. It's a tough week for people who don't like Boston sports fans. Golf tournament is just in Boston, doesn't mean players from Boston play. No, but it's like, it, it gives, like, it gives mass holes and a reason to drink for the weekend, as if they needed that. What's wrong with that? They're, they're, all, they're, they're already doing it. Well, they would do it without, and they Masshole will be celebrating. See, but now they have reason to celebrate, so it's great. So it, it's it's okay now. It's okay. I think so. Well, I mean, it might be uh, drowning with sorrows if the Celtics lose tomorrow, but we'll we'll see on home court too. Yeah, I know. We'll see. Um, let's talk about the golf then. Yep. U.S. Open. I 
I don't know a lot about Brookline. Like I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know a lot about the country club. I don't know a lot about the course. Um, fun fact: like I, 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 I was doing some U.S. Open interviews this week. Like, oh I was, really? I got to take part in that because uh, shout out the USGA. Yeah. Uh, because like the USGA just auto like, so I've been. I've had accreditation, vir- virtual accreditation for the U.S. Open over the last two years. Right. And then this year, all of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, like, interviews are on Monday, and it's Phil Mickelson at 10 a.m. on Monday. And it's just like, fuck, I didn't, A, I totally forgot this tournament was happening. <laughs> and B, I didn't apply for accreditation. They just, like, they just, yeah, wow. they, they just sent me the email. I guess because you're, you've been doing it for a few years now. I'm, and again, here's, well, here's another thing, too, about this tournament that's really, you know, Unfortunately, I mean, like you said, you just kind of found that you just kind of forgot about it as like a, I would say you're a kind of casual golf fan. Yeah. But part of that's there's a lot of overshadowing from the uh, live golf series, the Saudi based uh, league, if you will, um, which has kind of put a, I don't want to say a damper on the US Open and some of the, you know, a spectacle that is usually the US Open, but it's been a topic of conversation. Let's just say that. We're, well, we're, we're now, we're focused on, um, we're not talking so much about the golf, but we're talking about stuff off the golf course, yeah. which is never great. It's never great when you're talking about something outside, yeah. outside of, of the playing field. Yeah. yeah. Ab- no, you're absolutely right about that. And it's, it, like I said, it's too bad that it's, you know, things have gone how they have with the, go- the live golf series. And, you know, there's, again, there's guys on both sides and it's really divided the game of golf in many ways. And, um, it's yeah like again i've got my own thoughts on it and like i don't know what you think ian but like it's it just seems like it's about about the money at this point well, I, we, I don't know about you well we talked about it last week on jevin's pod right that's right yeah and it was more or less the same conversation of like this just seems like dudes were trying to get the bag that's exactly what it is, and, yeah. and it's like on one level you can you can be like yeah, I respect that. You know, if you're trying yeah. to get if you're trying to get the bag, get the bag. Yeah. Um, but I made the point of you got to think about who you're taking this money from. Sure. Or where yeah. where where is it? Where's it who, gonna go? Yeah. Who's giving you this money? Um, where is this all coming from? Yeah. And you know, Saudi Arabia has done a pretty good job of trying to whitewash their country's reputation through sport. You can look at the WWE, yeah. Formula One, yeah. Live Golf. Um, yep. You know, they're doing all these things to try and change mm-hmm. their perception. Yep. And bring some more money into the economy. And again, be, these big events are, you know, a way to do that. Yes. Well, it's, it's more they're trying to, I, I believe, change their country's reputation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, it's why Qatar is hosting the World Cup this year. But with that being said, you know, I said this last week on Jamin's podcast, Kevin Clark of the, of the ringer, it, it was a really good follow. He made a good point about how live golf doesn't actually solve any of golf's issues. It doesn't actually provide a, um, you know, a solution to anything that golf is going through right now. Yeah. It's literally just like, hey, Phil Mickelson, here's $50 million. Sure. Come, you know, be in Portland in two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, we'll do a golf tournament and you'll make a bunch of money. Right. It's not necessarily, um, it's not necessarily about the actual golf or the actual product that they're putting out there. It's less results based and more about like, Hey, the marketability of a player, yeah, the the name that comes with it, and again, that's that's a great point. Again, you look at some of the guys, some of the signing bonuses these guys signed, like especially some of like you know, (laughs) call it big name PGA Tour players like Dustin Johnson. What was it, like a hundred million dollars signing bonus just to come over and play? Like that's insane. Or you know, Phil Phil's was pretty big too, and um, like I have no idea if it was fifty million. No, I don't. I don't remember exactly the the number, but. It was definitely more than I'll ever make in a lifetime, but it was more than they would ever make at the PGA. Exactly. Well, 
Yeah, in, like, a, like, tur- D- in a given like, tournament. Yeah, sure. Like, like yeah. DJ, what was his dad? Like DJ uh, has now made the same amount. Like, oh, right. he will make like the same on no, in one tournament than Tiger was has made in his total. Like, yeah, the a total his deal with winnings from PGA. Yeah. His yeah. deal with Lim Golf will be this will be the same as like he's made on his entire one course earnings. Tigers, on yeah. Him, yeah, with PGA yep. Tour, yep. and like, which is absurd. Like cool, like yeah. you're getting the bag, you're getting money. Yeah, great. I, I like. On one hand, I respect it. On the other hand, it's like, I don't know. I don't think you're. I don't know if the actual golf is going to be that great. I don't know if the actual product is going to be. Yeah, that some of these guys aren't like some of the guys aren't that great of players. Like there's like there isn't the the same competition. It's going to be you know seven or eight guys that you just play in the PGA Tour that are going to win multiple tournaments. Unless you get a few surprises here and there, but again, we'll see. So, right, so, so I, I, I just like, and I'm not to say I'm not trying to like stand here and say like the PGA Tour is this almighty uh, association that they know what they're doing either. Sure, but but at the same time, it's like, right? I, like, I, I just like, yeah, you, know, you know what? Fair enough. I, and you know to. Two aspect, I think you're right, and there's a little bit of, um, well, there's now that well, definitely competition now with, you know, between the two leagues, um, associations, if you will, and maybe that's maybe that's not a bad thing for golf, but it's again put kind of a, I mean, the PGA Tour is like, the legacy the legacy of some of these players that have now left the PGA Tour are definitely stained in my view, and that's just maybe that's just because of that's what I've grown up with and that's what I know, but. Like, I just, you know, Rory made a really nice point about um, the players that had gone over. He's like, he talked about how, you know, at this point, it's, you know, it's not about the legacy of playing. It's more about the money. And right, and, that, and that's, that's a really, you know, good, you know, great thing to say is that it's, you know, it's about putting on a show for the fans. It's not about making money, right? And again, for... A lot of you know you can even look at it a lot of other leagues like sure you know they make they make good money you know lots of money even though like wherever you are but again i think what you know these guys and you know these teams and in other sports want to do is put on a show for the fans and you know they're they're fortunate they get to play a sport for a living right so it's yeah i i don't know i'm not a huge fan of the golf the live golf series i just think the pj tour is I like what some of the guys have said on tour that are still there. Not, I mean, guys can do what they want and I respect them for doing that. I just don't love the idea of it. And I like some of the guys standing up and saying, Hey, like this is the PGA tour. This is you know what this means. Right. So. What I, what I, 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 I've kind of been workshopping this. So I don't know mm-hmm. if this theory is going to, how well this theory sure. is going to hit, but from my personal experience, light, like in life, yeah, you 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 make a lot of bets on people, like you, and you make a lot of bet on things. Like you bet on this person, like your friend. Your friends are typically people that you're betting on are going to be good people and that are genuine, like, yep. nice individuals. Yeah. The live golf thing is not a thing I would bet on because I don't nope. trust the people who are putting it forward. I don't like the reaction from those who are taking part in it. They, they seem very defensive. They seem like they have to um, defend themselves. Yeah. 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 For, and it's just like, why can't you just take pride in the actual thing yeah. and not just the money? Yeah. But, fair, yeah. Fair enough. Like, and, and so my point with that is that I would bet on the PGA Tour because I trust the people who are putting it to, together. I trust the people who are responsible for mm-hmm. it compared to Live Golf. Sure. Yeah. And this live golf thing, this live golf thing just seemed very similar to Jake Paul boxing. <laughs> Where it's just like it's a lot of it just seems like a lot of hype. Yeah. It just seems like a lot of um marketing for social media. Yeah. For, get, for, for getting engagement. Not necessarily. And let's not forget a lot of money that comes with it too. And like that Jake Paul boxing comparison is not a bad one because again, there's a lot of money involved. And like you said, you know, social media has gone ballistic because because of it, right? So, it's yeah, that's a good comp, and it's we'll have to see how things go. And I mean, the, the whole Jake Paul thing, 
apparently he's gone bankrupt because he put all his money in crypto. So that thing's kind of died a bit. But cool. It, like I don't give it. And, that, yeah. it goes and that's back. that's the thing. I don't really care. Am I gonna watch Link Golf? Probably not. I'd rather you know watch the PGA Tour events. And, <laughs> you know, for my own personal sake, like my favorite players are still on the PGA Tour. Like JT's still on the PGA. Rory stole the PG. Like, yeah, it's right? a tough look for my guy Bryson being, on, being on live, isn't it? Yeah, um, a little bit tough, but but uh, but again, like like Jake Paul bots is not something I would bet on because I don't believe in Jake Paul. I don't believe in what he's trying to put out there. It's the same thing with live golf. I don't trust the people who are putting it together. I don't believe in what they're trying to sell me. Yeah. Um, that's just me personally. I could be wrong. Who knows? Um. Going back to the U.S. Open, which we were originally talking about, yep. um, who's your pick this week to win and why? Will Salatoris. He's my pick. Okay. Um, I made this pick in our pool at, at work, and I'm going to stay with Will. I just He's played majors well. He was runner-up of the U.S. in 2020 at Wingfoot with really thick rough and tough, relatively tough, tough conditions, which is what we're going to see here at the country club in Brookline. Um, yeah, I like, I like we always young guys played well recently. He's been in tournaments and in majors pretty much his whole career. He's been at least in the running. So it'll be exciting to see. I think he's going to, I think this is, might be the tournament that he actually does it. Who is like, the, like, so does everybody at work have to pick a different golfer to win? Yes. Or like, yeah, so like, like, two, like the two of you can't be picking the same like, person, like, yeah. like Scotty Scheffler. You can't both be picking exactly. Scotty. Yeah. So, um, at work, basically, what happened is, you know, we draw our a number out of the hat, and then whatever number you get is the order you pick in. So, I, I drew three. Oh, nice. So, uh, the, the two guys in front of me picked uh, Rory, it was the first pick, and then Justin Thomas was the second pick. I was I would have picked had those guys still been on the board, I probably would have picked one of them. Yeah. I think especially JT Rory, it's it's you don't really see guys win back to back weeks that often. But I would say JT they're, they're kind of, they're, the, they're the chalk picks, right? Yeah. Like, like, it like sure Rory's got a great chance to win this week. I'm not saying he doesn't. It's just more about guys hard for guys to win back to back weeks. Um but I really do like Zal Will Zalatoris' game and how he's been playing recently and he's hot. So we'll yeah, we'll see. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful I win some money out of it, but we'll have to see what happens. So, uh, according to FanDuel Sportsbook, yes. Will Zalatoris has the same odds as Sam Burns. Yep. Uh, better odds than Colin Morikawa. Better odds than Tony Finau. Yep. Uh, better odds than Hideki Matsuyama. Hmm. Okay. Some good players. Yeah, it's good players. Um, I don't know. See. I don't think it's a bad pick. I think it's, you know. Kind of a sleeper pick. Yeah, it's it a little is. bit of a dark horse yeah. to win. That's kind of, I was kind of my thinking with that pick is that a lot of, you know, some of the guys are going to pick like these big names and sometimes, you know, big names will can and will falter at these, you know, these tournaments, right? So, um, but I think Will's kind of a, you know, kind of because he doesn't want to major yet. He stays under the radar a little bit. And I like, I like I said, I like his game. He's hot. He's, you know, playing well at the right time. And, I think this U.S. Open course will be good because he's really great ball striking and he's going to need to keep it in the fairway um, to win because the rough U.S. Open rough is generally very thick and it's hard to play out of and you got to, you know, obviously, you know, control your shots and keep it keep it in place. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I like my pick. Who's your pick? I feel like I usually go with guys like Morikawa. Yep. I, I feel like that's usually my uh, safe bet when it comes yep. to this sort of stuff. Yep. I mean, Roy's kind of got momentum with how last week went in Canada. Yep. The com- yes. the, the comments um, about live golf, like that kind of just get like, it's kind of fuel it feels like for Rory to go out. Oh, for well. sure. And like do something. Yeah. Special here. And he might, he got, he's kind of ha- like, he's talked shit. He's kind of got to back it up now. Yeah. And it'd be funny if, uh, if if he won the Canadian Open and then the U.S. Open back to back weeks. It'd be pretty special. He and and he's not even Canadian or American. Like, wow, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but it'd just be it'd be cool to see him do it. And I think, like I said, Rory's due for another major at this point. I was thinking more of just line along the lines of like if you know Canada is dominated by you know yeah. 
you know, somebody from the UK, that means that Canada's back in the main, you're back as, you know, back under British rule. I uh, guess the, so. the Revolutionary War wouldn't, you know, yeah. happen if the US, uh, <laughs> if the US Open is won by McElroy. Right, because Rory is a, is a member of the Royals, of course. Yeah, they're all the same, right? Totally. Yeah, um, I don't know about that. Anyways. You know, I don't know why. I kind of get like Xander Shoffley vibes yep, okay. this week. Yep. I don't know why. Like, like him or like Cam Smith, like the Cam Smith hype is like kind of, I think, tailing a bit. You think tailing so? a little think so? bit. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. Maybe I am. Sounds like you're picking Shoffley. I don't mind that pick. That's actually Shaw. I, I don't know why. I'm getting like Alexander Shoffley vibes. Like, I'm getting. Had I had to pick like what had I had to pick like further down like the list, I think I would have gone like if he was still on the board, I, I would have gone him. Well, like McElroy and JT are again chalk picks. Like those are the kind well, of like, yeah, uh, those, those are, are. I would say those are two of your favorites. Yeah, I mean, you can look at betting lines again, but like I think those are two so, two of your top three at least. I'm gonna talk two. Actually. So according to FanDuel, McElroy is the favorite at plus a thousand. JT plus twelve hundred, Rom plus fifteen hundred, Scotty Scheffler plus fifteen hundred, Shoffley plus twenty one hundred, Cam Smith twenty one hundred, um, Jordan Spieth plus twenty five hundred. Yeah. Um, Spieth has a U.S. Open victory. Corey Connors. I don't mind him as a sleeper. It's, again, he's been really good in some of the majors recently. Corey Con- like a Corey Connors, Brooks Kepka, you know, sleeper type. Brooks is always, yeah, he's always been good. He's Pete, like he's a, he's just, he, Brooks is always just good in the majors. He always seems to do something. Turn it, turn it up. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm, I, think, I think I'll go with uh, Xander Shoffley. I, like I don't think he's somebody I've, maybe I've picked him before. I've picked him before for sure. But I feel like I, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to take a ride on the exam. You know, on Xander Shoffley uh, train this weekend in Brookline. Sounds good. Um, no Bryson this week for that. Was he playing this weekend? I don't know if he is. Actually, you're right. I don't know if he is. I don't think he is. I think he uh, that's right. he's in, he's injured or something. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. He unable to play. Un- only had three protein shakes, so he was unable to participate in the <laughs> U.S. Open. Um, yep. So, anyways, that's the golf talk for the week. Yep. Um, we'll probably have more next week when we get together. We can recap some of it. Do some recap, yeah. Um, you know, I did apply for media accreditation for Live Golf in Portland. Oh, really? Just to like, just to see. I like. I don't actually ex- when I do this sort of stuff. I don't actually expect to get it. Yeah, you just surprised half the surprise you do. Happily, well, happily surprised than I do, and more just like trying to figure out how these organizations yeah. work in terms of some media coverage. But, like, where they're playing in Portland isn't really even Portland. Oh, really? It's called Pumpkin Ridge Golf Course or Golf Club, which is, like, near – it's, like, near yeah. Hillsboro, which is, like, west right. of Portland. Yeah. If they were – if, you know, Liv really want to do something, why don't they go play at Bannon Dunes? That's – they should go – because that's, like – I think they're playing at two Trump courses, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. There you go. I, yeah. Again, like I said, talk about, I don't really care and I don't really follow it. Like, I wouldn't know. So, I I I I just checked and see if there's anything close to me, and Portland's the closest thing to me in terms of being able to go and. Uh, yeah. I mean, they should do something at Nicholas North, right? Wouldn't that be? Uh, that'd be something. Yeah. That'd be close to that. Act. Yeah. They, could, they could go to Squamish, right? Yeah. They could. I mean, you know, I just played a McKenzie Tour stop the Gallery Canyon. Ooh. Yeah, I played that last weekend. Course in great shape. They can go go play there. It'd be fun. Great course in Florida. Go play Tower Ranch views of the city. Go play Predator Ridge. It's a great spot there. Who knows where they're gonna go? But maybe that's like something they should like. That that would be actually like if I if I <laughs> was making my own pro golf tour. Yeah. I would have like the draw. Like okay. like I would do like a draw like the week before. Right of like where i'm hosting this tournament yeah who's playing who and what like what what yeah. tea, what tea time and what groups do you have i would do that all like you know you wait for champions league draw sure i would do that where it's like some celebrity who's like opening yeah, yeah, yeah. And then pulling yeah. okay yeah um 
and then it's just all skins. It's just an all skins like a skins match. Yeah. Skins match. Yeah. Um, that's golf. We've got golf. hockey. Yeah. Uh, you want to do a little uh, little pop culture here to end the uh, the end the pot? We're in over the game's going to overtime. Game is going to overtime here in in uh, Tampa Bay or in, in Colorado. Sorry, in yeah. Denver. In Denver, Mile High City. It is a mile in the air. They have that marked at uh, Coors Field. Oh, Denver. really? Yes, yeah. they have like the one, I don't know if it's like the one row where it's mm. like, like every other seat, is, like every like row is like black. Yeah. And then you get to like one row that's purple. It's all purple. That's cool. Yeah. And that's like the, the actual mile that's high like, altitude. Like the unofficial mile high. Cool. Yes. There you go. Who would have thought? The more you know. Pop culture. You do a little pop culture. So, yeah. let's, so let's talk about Top Gun then. You went to go see Top Gun Maverick this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna go see it because I'm have no plan. Like I have no plans to go to theaters and to go. It, but it. But okay. So the question is then: yeah. Should I be willing to go out of my way to watch Top Gun? Maverick? Yes. If if I'm to give this a big eats, it's four point seven. No, actually, it honestly is five stars. I'm no okay. Real- I think it's five stars, but I remember, like, my dad's pilot, I loved the first Top Gun. The second Top Gun was almost better. It's almost better than the first one, which is saying, to me, it was almost better. I will say, like, a lot of the reaction I've seen from people is, like, this movie fucking rocks. Like, you should go oh, watch it. Oh, it was lethal. Movie. Yeah, it was, I'm not going to say anything on the podcast to spoil it or whatnot, but, yeah, it, it was such a great movie, so well done, and I remember, I think, if you don't forget, like, it, it was supposed to come out May 2020. Mm-hmm. They waited two years, and I think in that two years, they made some adjustments and changes and did some shots differently, and I think they absolutely killed it. So that includes uh, Tom Cruise. Yep, Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Monica Bavaro, uh, who is going to be a star at some point. She was really, really good in the film. Um, John Hamm was in it as well. And then they brought back uh, Val Kilmer, okay. who is uh, Iceman in the original. Uh, still Iceman in this in the second one, but um, he's back. And then Jennifer Connelly, it was like, yeah, really important part of the movie as well. And um, yeah, it was a oh, great movie. It's really good soundtrack too. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Just go watch it. viewers if you have, if you have not seen Top Gun Maverick, please go watch it for my sake. I gave it a five star big eat. So it you it might not blow your mind like it blew mine, but. It was, yeah, I loved every second of it. it when are we going to do, like, a Scott, Scotty's film, film Club or something where Scott, <laughs> like, reviews movies? Or review. Rates and reviews movies? I don't know. Like, we could just do, like, a, I don't know. So, th- maybe this is what we'll do. If we, get, if we, get, if we do get the Disney Plus, yeah. we're just going to, like, once a week, <laughs> we're just going to do, like, a side pod where we're just going to watch a movie and then review it. And after. then review it after, like, a 30-minute podcast between, like, yeah. Do some movie reviews. Yeah. Yeah. We should still get Disney Plus, though. It's not that expensive. No. And between two of us, we should split it. TV, so. um, okay. Uh, Stranger Things is going to be coming out in a couple weeks. Volume 2, yeah. Volume 2. Yeah. Uh, July 1. July 1. Uh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen full Volume 1. Um, we'll do, we'll, we'll talk about Volume 2 when it comes out. As we'll, we'll do it because it'll, it'll put, it'll tie together some of what Volume 1 had to offer. And once we see all volume two, we'll really like have a good like in depth dive on the whole series and the whole season for that matter. Um, so far, so really good. Though. It it's been good. It, I, it, I like it, it. it it's it's not bad, not bad. I I I'm I mean, you know what? I think it's better. Do I know that? It's, do I think that's believable? Yeah, not totally entirely. But do I think it's better than the previous seasons? Yeah, probably. I mean. The end of season three is kind of badass, too, when they're fighting, like, the, the Demogorgon uh, oh, yeah, at the yeah. mall, yeah. and then they, uh, sorry for people who are I'm spoiling season three or something. Oh, that's thing. old news. Yeah, yeah that's funny. Um, but, like, at the same time, then, we're like, yeah. they killed off Hopper, too. It was just kind of like, oh, Yeah, I know. That was kind of a, a dud, but. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think with. Season you know, four is really good. Season it's four been, is good. so far. Uh, is there anything? What else are you watching on Netflix that's good or that's interesting? I I, I rewatched. Uh, what did I rewatch? I rewatched The Irishman recently. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, good three hours. Um, you know, 
still don't know that I that they answered all of my questions from that film, but you know, Fair whatever. Enough. Fair enough. Uh, uh, I actually watched uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, recently. That was last week. Yeah, that was a great movie too. Yeah. Yeah, I was very impressed. Yeah. Are you big into Marvel? Not huge, but like you know, you know, enough, enough enough to know like, kind of what's going on and more than me. Yeah. Yeah. More than Biggie, but hey, like I said, once we get Disney Plus, they got all the Marvel movies out there. We'll go watch it. How many Marvel movies are there? Probably at least thirty. Fuck me. Like, yeah, like Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think there's up towards thirty now. Fucking shit. Yeah. Um. Okay. Um. I watched uh, Straight Outta Compton. Uh. The the movie on NWA. Yeah. I that's a that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a good movie. That, that was that the first time you saw it? Uh no, I saw it in theaters. My dad actually took my brother and I to see it in theaters when that's I came so, out. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah. Pretty badass. Yeah, that's a, I love that movie. That's a yeah, really good movie. Um Young Ice Cube, Young Dr. Dre. Yeah, the boys were it was it was really I mean, those kind of movies are really fun. You kind of see where um, they come up with stuff. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody is another great movie that, you know, where you can see like the um, the creations or like the, the inspiration behind some of the music and um, I mean, iconic music, you know, now, but again, like, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody is great for, the, for Queen and then the uh, Straight Outta Compton is really good NWA, like Feature and yeah, it's those kind of, I love those kind of movies and shows. It's just fun, fun to watch and it, the music's good too. I mean, it's a great artist for that, so. Uh, we have no mailbag questions because people, uh, yeah, I know, right? People, uh, people didn't didn't send in questions, which you know, fair enough. But they're still getting a lot of content. They're getting oh, yeah. a lot of pod this weekend. Oh yeah. Um, is there anything else that uh, that we're missing here? Uh, manners lost today, so the manners are not <laughs> manners are not holding up right now as I thought. Yeah. Um. You know. No, that's it. Kind of a not a lull, but like. Game, I mean, game six, NBA Finals tomorrow. Yeah. Golden State could win it, could take it home. I don't think it will. I think it'll No, you think it'll go back to back yeah. to uh, Boston? That's how these these NBA players have gone, have they not? Where it's just like when you think you know something, you actually don't, and the opposite happens. Yeah, I guess so. That's, you know, that's, a, fair, that's a fair point. I still think Golden State's a good enough team that they're going to do it. And I think they're, you know. I think Golden State they, wins in seven. Yeah, okay. Back on home. On home yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't disagree. I think this Golden State Warriors is definitely the series. Just a matter of whether it's on home court or in Massachusetts, where the U.S. Open is. So, who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, I think it, that's a pod. That's fun. We we went long last night for our redraft, mm-hmm. so we yeah. I we can wrap it up a little bit here yeah. uh, early. Yeah, I'm good. We'll watch overtime. Watch overtime. And- See how she goes, yeah. Like and, and we'll be back, I'm sure, next week. Uh, Fuji and I will do a pod next week at some point. Uh, you and I will maybe, possibly, probably do something next week. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see. Probably maybe during one of these games. Maybe it'll probably be game five or six by that point. Yeah, we'll, we'll do uh, something along those lines. Um, oh, Father's Day is this weekend. Uh, doing anything big for Father's Day? My dad's actually away for work. Oh, same. Mine, yeah, mine's a yeah. too. So, like, so probably not really. No, yeah. I got, I got some plans going on, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Nice, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I well, don't... the uh, Squamish Men's Amateur is here in town this weekend. Um, for those of you that play golf, and some of you on the podcast that listen might be playing in it. So, good luck, good luck to those fellas that we know playing in it. Um, we'll be cheering you on. The rough is very much like the U.S. Open. It is furry and thick here in Squamish. It's like get ready yeah it's it's gonna be a tough you gotta keep it in play keep it on the on the fairway and some of these pins are gonna be tough just get ready uh if your if your dad was playing in this tournament yeah would you pick him to win no okay no he's not that good no okay no well especially not with a grade three mco but well i guess so true yeah yeah Yeah, with it yeah he's been recovering from uh hockey about a month ago still with a grade three mco uh, issue and um, <clears throat> yeah, there's just going to be a lot of great players in this tournament. And, like, yeah, I'm not playing unfortunately, but I don't think I'd, I'd win. But I could, you know, would win. I fit? Would I finish last? No. Mm-hmm. no. With how I'm playing this year, maybe not. But well, if you had me on your bag as your caddy, I think you could. I honestly think maybe with these pins and how the course is going to be, you you probably have a tough time with it. Yeah. But I think under regular conditions, I think you could break free. I have to. Yeah, I'm serious. I think you could do it. 
again, I, you know, I'd want to be on your bag and, you know, kind of giving you some guidance and, you know, we take you out in some pots, hit some chips here and there, just, you know, give you some, yeah, just cool, calm you down a little bit. The biggest thing with golf is just mental and, you know, staying relaxed, staying focused. Would you drink a bumper crop if I gave you a bumper crop during this tournament? Right now? Yeah, of course. Like, as a caddy? Yeah. Of course, I'm not playing, so yeah. That wouldn't impact your decisions. <laughs> uh, one drink. Um, all right. That's the podcast. Uh, thank you to Scott for doing this. Uh, shout out uh, again, uh, Rab and Keith, uh, who did the 2010 NHL redraft earlier this week. Um, we'll be back next week with a couple pods. I do another article again next week. I think I'm going to get back into doing some more YouTube stuff as well. Because, uh, you know, what else do I got going on, right? <laughs> um, we'll be back next week. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, you know where to check us out. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Scott, what's your platform of choice? My platform of choice for a podcast? Yeah. Or just in general? Well. Apple Podcasts my platform of choice. Okay. I thought you were going to take it somewhere stupid. Like SoundCloud? No, I thought you were going to take it somewhere stupid. Like, oh, I prefer, I prefer like the North platform or whatever. <laughs> or like, like, a, like, a, like, I prefer like the, you know fucking uh second platform or whatever and it's just like okay fuck you the nine and three quarters platform <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah we'll be back next week thank you very much all for listening we'll be back soon peace out